What's up, world? Welcome to another Ankle Biters podcast where we talk college football from a college fantasy football perspective. The season has begun. The season has started. We are up in this thing full throttle. Ankle Biters podcast, one more episode for you. About to knock it out. Listen, you know I'm joined by my man, Hunter Greer. Owens, what's going on, boy? Man, we here, bro. We made it. We We made made it. it. We finally made it. We are here. The 2021 season has kicked off. We are currently in the middle of watching the Notre Dame game as we record this episode, this podcast. This Notre Dame, uh, Florida State game is a good game, bro. This yes, is, it is a good game. Yes, nice sir. back and forth. You just had the long bomb from Jordan Travis to uh, – I forgot the guy's name already. But, um, man, this this was an, has been an incredible weekend so far. We've got another game tomorrow. Should be another shootout, a high-scoring game with Ole Miss. And yes. uh, Louisville, I think that's the highest over-under of the entire slate. I surely hope so because I've got a couple players playing in that game and I need them to come through for me in a major way. I need oh, one guy to come through for me tomorrow. One guy, he need to put up about 35, 40 for me tomorrow, man. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> got his hopes high. <laughs> yeah. I had a bad weekend, man. You know, but uh, Listen, it's all that was good. A, Owens, man, there was a lot of Struggling going on. Mm-hmm. A lot of teams in struggle mode, and I mean, it's it's when you look at our home league and just leagues across the college fantasy football landscape. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, it was a reflection. The struggling that went on over the weekend was reflected, reflecting in the doggone. Uh, college fantasy football landscape. I guarantee oh, yeah. you, you Definitely. had some guys like, what in the world is going on? Definitely. Because you um, had a bunch, I mean, you, you had teams giving up points, but it was giving up points in so, so many weird ways, and then you had teams yes. getting beat by people that had no business getting beat by. You had yes. guys you were depending on showing up who usually would show up for you. Didn't show up didn't show for whatever up. reason, mm-hmm. a multiplicity mm-hmm. of reasons why they didn't show up. Yes. Man, you had all kinds of stuff happening this weekend. But that's why we love college football and preferably college fantasy football because you have this element to it. You, I mean, you have this unpredictable element to it, man, that's, that just makes it so intriguing, so exciting yes. outside of the pageantry and the uh, – the uh, tradition and mm-hmm. all, mm-hmm. I mean, every everything that comes with college football, mm-hmm. when you throw in the college fantasy football aspect of it, you get that unpredictability, and, and it can be frustrating at times. I'm not right. going to lie about it, it, it but, but when it goes in your favor, you're like, yes, <laughs> that is so refreshing. <laughs> So refreshing. Man, let's jump into some of the things that happened this past week. 
uh, turn your volume down. I can kind of hear myself. I can hear my echo. You can turn your volume down on your computer. I can hear my echo. But um, again, a bunch of teams struggling. Mm-hmm. I mean, from all over the place. I mean, you had players struggling. You had teams struggling. And we're like, what in the world? I mean, some of the biggest shockers, um, UCF, the way they came back on Boise State Friday night. Right. That was an excellent game. What a coaching job by Gus Malzahn. He's, I mean, I'm telling you, you're talking about some shockers. We're going to talk about some shockers here in a minute. That was a shocker to me, the way they came back on Boise State, the way right. that they did. Boise State looked totally in control of that game leading 24-14 at halftime. Mm-hmm. UCF comes out in and, and the second half. Looks like a totally different team. He must have learned some of those second-half adjustment tricks from getting his butt kicked by Alabama all the time. Of course, <laughs> he did win his fair share against Nick Saban, but, you know, Nick Saban is the king of halftime adjustments. What do you think about that game, man? Man, it, that was – it was, um, like you said, a tale of two halves. Man, you had uh, two different teams, both of them. I mean, you got Boise State was a different team the first half and the second half. And UCF was a different team, first half, second half. I mean, it was just like, all right, y'all did it to us this, you know, the first half. And so I turned down and they're like, all right, you know. <laughs> so yeah, just, man. Just when, like, you, when you, yeah. When you yeah. look at the stats, you look at the rushing yards. Boise State only had 20 rushing yards, bro. Yeah, UCF with two fifty five, crazy. Isaiah Bowser getting a good chunk of that. He was he was dominating. He was dominating. Looks like he has solidified himself as the guy in the backfield, and that's great. That's what you want in a Gus Malzahn offense because he had because he has the tendency to feature his main guy which right. is what we want here in the fantasy world. But, man, that, that just jumped out to me, that particular stat right there, the 20 yards, man. And Boise State is known to have a viable rushing right, yeah. offense. Right. And to come out of that game with 20 rushing yards is pitiful. You know, Of course, they factor all of that stuff in. Go ahead. Go ahead. Looking at the stats – this game shouldn't even be close. I mean, I mean, because you, you uh, my only threw for two sixty three and two, mm-hmm. and then you added twenty rushing yards. I mean, you got it, but two hundred eighty three total yards. You look right. at UCF with three eighteen from Gabriel and two fifty five on the ground. I mean, it ain't even close. Right. You know, yeah, when we I, say 20 I, rushing yards, we say they had 20 rushing yards as a team. As a team, yeah, yeah, as a team. Van, I mean, that's not saying a whole lot because Van Buren had 10 rushes for 26 yards. <laughs> right, right. But almost, his long was for 22. His long was, yeah. So, yeah. take out that one run, he had nine carries for four yards. Unbelievable. Unbelievable, man. And – uh, the, the the transfer from Oregon, Habibi Leaky or Habibi Leakyo, 12 carries, 23 yards, not much better. Not much better. 
So I mean, again, that game right there was that was that was a good game, but I was really shocked at the way Malzahn handled that game. Uh, them coming back the way that they did. Tulsa getting beat by UC Davis. I mean, that was a shocker to me. Deneric Prince looked great in that game. Yes, he did. But they had no business getting beat by UC Davis. They were in their conference championship just last year, and here they are getting beat by UC Davis. Joe Milton looked like, um, to say the least, utter trash. Looked good on the ground, but that's not necessarily what you want in the hypo offense. Mm-hmm. Right. That's not necessarily what you want in the hypo offense. But I don't know what they've uh, they've got to make some adjustments. I don't know what the heck they're doing with Harrison Bailey. He must be the worst practice player on the planet <laughs> because it's obvious that that they that it just looks like they made the wrong decision. This was against Bowling Green, Owen. Right, right. This was against Bowling Green. You look at the stats against Bowling Green. Joe Milton, mm-hmm. eleven of twenty-three, forty-seven percent, uh, forty-seven percent of his passes being completed. That's his mm-hmm. completion percentage, forty-seven percent, man. 140 and a touchdown uh, against Bowling Green. Bowling Green. They did run the ball well. Yes. Excellent yes. running the ball. Yes. Which, again, that's good, but this is against Bowling Green, man. It's against Bowling Green. Man, this Notre Dame-Florida State game is good. I, I, I don't understand. I don't know how Hypo feel about it because, you know, like I said, that's not his uh, – style of play to just line up and just right. run the ball. You know, he liked to see that ball fly. He liked to see that thing in the air, you know, and deep, deep. a lot. Yeah. A lot. So um for him, I don't know, man. Like I said, did I have to have a quarterback? Don't look like Milton can can do that. I don't know why he was named the starter, but I mean you would be somebody who's could, getting the job done. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm with you. Maybe uh does not yeah. Man, um, on to some more struggle mode teams. Uh-oh. UNLV getting beat by Eastern Washington. We see that. Mm-hmm. No need to spend a lot of time there. It's just it is what it is. Right. Arizona, uh, um, not Arizona State. Virginia Tech and North Carolina. I was shocked by that game. Yes. I thought North Carolina yes. would dominate that game. I did too. But again, you're talking about struggling. Sam Howe didn't look too good in that game, man. No. Three picks, just chewed up the one touchdown that he had. The running game struggled. I mean, yeah. I mean, the only good thing coming out of that game is Josh Downs. Nine catches, 132 and a touchdown. I mean, Virginia Tech, I mean, again, you never know what you're going to get with Justin Fuente. Mm-hmm. But. They came out ready to play yesterday, to say the least. Yeah, they was ready. I mean, of course, we got to see next week if it was legit, you know, uh, because, you know, you want to – a whole lot of these teams are going to be making some adjustments. I hope the one – the the, the team in Norman makes some major adjustments. Ooh, you ain't lying. You're talking about struggling. But anyways, I don't even want to talk about that. Get my blood pressure up. (laughs) (laughs) 
do. You know, hold on. Let me let me touch on this North Carolina thing real quick. He's gonna get my blood pressure um, anyway. No, no, no. I'm talking about North Carolina. North Carolina. Is that his second pick. Um. Oh my gosh, Owens. Are you watching this Notre Dame game? Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. I forgot we were recording the podcast. It's <laughs> a good game, man. Go ahead. Howell, when you lose the productive players that you lost, <laughs> we, I keep we keep touching on this. We, we did before. We did. That's a lot. And then you you're you're you have to find somebody who can step up. Like I said, Downs did as one of the good things come back, but he uh you know, we're going to need more help than him, you know, stepping up. Even multiple players got to step up. You can see it. You can see the, what you call it, the lack of chemistry, you know, in that game. You can see it. You know, some guys, you know, uh, you can see he, he just wasn't comfortable uh, like he normally is. You know what I mean? So, like, not being able to get, have a run game like he's used to. And then, like I said, stud right receivers on the outside. I mean, it's just it's different from him. It's different for him this year. So I'm I'm interested to see how he bounced back, you know, next week. Yeah, absolutely. It's gonna be interesting to see that, man. But Duke mm. and and Charlotte. Charlotte, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Putting it on Duke like they did. I mean, is this really a shocker? Duke was so bad last year. But still, though, you've got the P5G5 connection here. Right. Um, There still should be some degree of separation between these two teams. Um, The the, the thing about it is, man, these G5 teams are coming into these games ready to play. Yeah. And a lot of these P5 teams aren't. I mean – Mateo Durant certainly was ready to play. He was certainly ready to play with 255 and three. Right. But Charlotte just ended up being too much. At the end of the day, he's too much for, they were too much for Duke. Too much for Duke, man. And you just, you hate to see that kind of thing because, (laughs) I mean, you think about those fan bases. Right. What are those fan bases feel like? Because I know what we feel like seeing the team in Norman struggle with. Struggle. Yeah. The team that mean I mean that that had one of the craziest weeks you could think about, and they just plum struggled with them. Well, had they lost, boy, ooh, boy, we'd have tore up some stuff. Buildings would have come <laughs> down. Absolutely. <laughs> I just build it. Man. I just build it, but uh, come on, Kyron Williams, you got to get there, man. I'm sorry, man. I keep forgetting we're recording the podcast. I need this guy to show up for me. Uh-huh. Man, he had his nice, nice play, man, but you got to take that one to the house, man. Chris Tyree would have took that to the house. Yes, he would have. Stanford getting thumped by K-State doing Deuce Oh my doing goodness. his thing, man. Yes, he did. Uh, again, I talked about on the podcast when I was alone, when you was out gambling your life away see, in Las you Vegas. <laughs> I talked about how he he doesn't need a lot of touches, man. He was limited touches. He still does uh, plenty damage as right. far as fantasy is concerned, man. I like that little sucker, man. Little 
ankle biter, man. Little ankle, ankle biter. biter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Darren Sproles Jr. Yep. Darren Sproles 2.0, man. I, I, I really like that, man. Another team. I don't even know if I should mention this, but I'm just mentioning it in passing. UConn stinks. Yes, they. Oh, my gosh. They're horrible. They probably need to go down to FCS or something. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, because Holy Cross stumping you like this? Come on now. Look at Kevin Austin turn on the put, – put the brakes on. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm sorry. This is what college football does to you, man. Man, you can't even, can't even record without – I mean, <laughs> I got it. I got it right here in my face. I'm in my media room. I got. It. I mean, it's just right here in my face. This is about as authentic and yes. as yes. raw as you're gonna get on a podcast. I'm telling you, everything we're talking about right now is straight off the cuff. We were not prepared for this podcast. We just jumped on here, and everything we're talking about right now is just straight off the cuff. There's no show notes. There's nothing. There's we nothing. Go. We just, we just, I mean, hit the ground running because we needed to. Fresno State, Owens, taking Oregon to the wire. Oregon may have been looking ahead to Ohio State this week, or Fresno is just that good, man. <laughs> Fresno, Fresno State be. on offense just might be that dynamic. Man, Hayner is a really, good. really, really good quarterback, man. He is yeah. a really good quarterback. He certainly makes that offense go. Yes. No doubt about it. He certainly makes that offense go. Uh, more on him later on. Rice kind of put up a little fight against Arkansas, man. Yes, a little did. fight against Arkansas. Arkansas ended up pulling away late. K.J. Jefferson didn't look the best in that game, no, but he not. did get the job done. Rice is the, the the strong point of the strong uh, part of their team is their defense, no doubt about that. And they, I mean, the defense showed up big time yesterday. Right. They showed up big time yesterday. You know, KJ Jefferson kind of struggled a little bit. Arkansas as a team kind of struggled a little bit. You know, the Burks didn't look the best. They didn't miss Mike Wood. So, right, got that whole situation. Here we go. Here we go. Get in there. Did he get in there? That's what I'm talking about. Kyron Williams. That's what I'm talking about. Right there. West Virginia, Maryland. Owens. Great (laughs) game, man. Back and forth game. I actually thought West Virginia would pull that game out. Yeah. I actually thought West Virginia would pull that game out. You know, they they went into halftime up one point, 21-20. Right. But, uh, you know, and had a little rough third quarter. They come out in the Both fourth quarter. A uh, little two will hit some plays to his, right. to his wide receivers. You know, they, you know, they made the plays necessary down the stretch to pull out the win, but that was a good game, man. Right, right. That was a real good game. One of the good um, few ones. Yes, the, the good few ones. <laughs> this next one was good for, the, for a couple drives. Alabama, Miami. <laughs> a couple drives. <laughs> <laughs> and you look up and you're like, what happened to Miami? Yeah, got another spanking. Spanking. King. Mm-hmm. Yeah. King said it. Uh, he's quoted as saying they're going to beat them badly. That's what he uh, said. 
That's what he said. But you know what? He got a wake-up call Saturday, yesterday. He did. They woke him up. He was dreaming, <laughs> dreaming about spanking him, and then they woke him up yesterday. <laughs> get, get your tail up, boy, and, and, and realize what's going on. <laughs> you look at this whooping you're getting. You, you wake up. <laughs> get your behind up. Oh, oh, <laughs> look at this. yeah, realize that's pretty much what it looked like. Yes, that's pretty much what it looked like. Owen, <laughs> we don't like you dreaming about beating us, we don't like it. You get up, <laughs> you'll get this, you get this reality. <laughs> yes, <laughs> come get this reality. Uh, Louisiana Tech pushing Mississippi State to the limit. Mm, hey, listen, mm. there was a bunch of teams getting pushed. If they didn't get pushed, they got beat. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. This is one of the this is one of the few where they just got pushed, and the better team, the P five quote unquote team, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. came out on the winning side of things. Uh, this was a good game because uh, Louisiana Tech was. They were putting it on Mississippi State, man. Mississippi State had, of course, they had the big fourth quarter, 21 points in the fourth quarter, mm -hmm. because Louisiana Tech was going to town on them, man. So they needed that. Sure they needed did. every bit of that 21 points. Sure Again, did. they pull it out by one, 35-34. So you see what happens in that game, how, you know, just, just crazy that game went, because – Again, Mississippi State weren't only on the ropes. They were about to go down, man. There's somehow, man, somehow they find their footing, right? And they and they and they reestablish themselves in the fourth quarter. And Leach is a good coach. He is. He. I mean, this is probably not the first time he's come back like this. Mm -hmm. Certainly not. You know, we remember a couple of years ago, you had the uh, Washington State. Who was that? UCLA. Or did they let UCLA come back on them? I forgot. I think they let UCLA come back on that. So he's had it both ways. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right, right. He's had it both ways. But some amazing things come out of that game, man. Uh, we'll talk about Austin Kendall a little earlier. But right. Will Rogers looked pretty good. What you think about him? Rogers. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen. Like you said, man, they need every they needed every every bit. I was um I was expecting it to be. I mean, I knew Louisiana Tech was going to score on them because Mississippi State don't really have a you know that type of defense. But for it to be that close, I was shocked. Real, real Will Rogers, man. I mean, he threw it forty-seven times. You know, had uh, eight well, incompletions. Eight incompletions. Yeah. That's 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 nice. Only eight incompletions out of forty-seven. That's that's nice. You know, three seventy and three. That's nice. I like that. So, uh, yeah, it looked like uh, all that's gonna change, man, when they get in that, that conference play. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling you right now, man. But, uh, it's good. Have fun now. Have fun now, man. Good to see them numbers right now because yeah, it's gonna change. <laughs> will disappear. Yeah. Talking about numbers disappearing. Oh, it's Oklahoma State. Again, getting pushed, struggling with Missouri State like they did. Listen to me when I say this. 
they had 54 rushing yards as a team. Oklahoma State, the Pokes, the ones up there in Still, Stillwater, just north of us, the ones that produce 1,000-yard backs, 1,500-yard backs, yeah. year after year after year mm-hmm. had, what did I say? 54 rushing yards as a team. L.D. Brown, 15 carries, 30 yards. The rest is not even worth bringing up. Unbelievable. Again, struggle mode. Missouri. Struggle mode yesterday. Missouri State, Orange. Missouri State. Missouri State. At home. At home. (laughs) Missouri State, ridiculous. This was, was, again, struggle mode. Straight struggle mode. Um, let 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 me just give you some more struggle mode. I mean, mm-hmm. Texas Tech finally woke up because they were kind of on the ropes a little bit. Houston kind of came out and, and popped them in the nose. You know, they <laughs> kind of got that cleaned up and, and, and got with it. Baylor getting, you know, taken taken to the wire almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, struggle mode against Jake Spavadol's uh, fighting Bob catch, you know, the fighting Spavadol's down in Texas State <laughs> doing their thing. Georgia mm-hmm. and Clemson, the best game of the day by far. That's what right. defense looks like. Uh, right. Hint, hint. I'm talking to you, team in Norman. Yep. That's what defense That's looks what like, like right there. Mm-hmm. That's what it looks like right there. Again, another struggle mode situation. Northern Illinois pulling it out against Georgia Tech. Again, yes. these P5 teams are coming in these games ready, man. And I know people would say the talent discrepancy between these two teams is not that big. I beg the difference. I mm-hmm. think the difference. This guy, this coach, uh, Jeff, I forgot his name. Oh, my gosh. Did he just pick that off? Of, oh, my goodness. Again. Where's Mackenzie Milton? Jordan Travis is having a nightmare right now. But, um, yeah, man, um, he's, brought, he's, he's brought some talent into Georgia Tech. They, I mean, they've, they've got some, some talented guys on that squad. But this guy, Whaley from Northern Illinois, just kind of had his way. 27 right. for 144 in, in, in a touchdown. I mean, he just he just kind of had his way with them, Owens. Uh, oh, yeah. Gibbs yeah. looked like typical Gibbs, which is why we had him ranked as low as we did. That's not a <laughs> knock on him. It's not right. a knock on him. It's, it's what surrounds him. Yes. As far as uh, it's not very accommodating to his skill set, I believe. Right. You know, he has 20 carries for 99 yards. Didn't have a rushing touchdown. He has three catches for 17 yards. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've, they've, they've got to find a way to get better production, not so much as he's lacking, but to get more production out of him. He's right. too much of a talent for them to let this happen, especially against this team, this kind of team. I want to know... What, what happened to Jeff Sims? He, he played. I mean, I, I understand that, but wasn't he supposed to be like a man coming into this year? Well. I mean, you know, like a highly touted athletic, you know, guy, you know, supposed to come in and, you know, be a dual threat, you know, phenomenon and just get down, you know, change the Georgia Tech offense. Yeah, he's 
as far as the dual threat, the first part is right. There's dual. He's, He's dual, dual, but, but ain't I don't no know. Ain't no threat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> he got the dual. He got the dual. He got the dual part down. Great. He can play that part. But the threat part, he's severely lacking in, in, in the threat part. Wow. <laughs> Illinois, after beating Nebraska the way that they did, mm-hmm. UCLA, I mean, not UCLA, UT, UTSA comes in right. and gives them all they want mm-hmm. and some. Mm-hmm. One Frank Harris and touchdown mm-hmm. Notre Dame. Frank Harris and, and, and company comes in. Of course, Jim McCormick does what he does. Didn't get a chance to get in the end zone, but right. he'll have plenty of opportunities for that uh, in this season. We know that to be true of the guy Brady, uh, Bra- uh, Brendan Brady, got both touchdowns. Right. That's, that's probably what you hate to see. Jim <laughs> McCormick owners, you, you hate to lying. see that. You know, <laughs> your guy you carried it thirty-one times. And this other Not, guy comes in and he's getting all the touchdowns. That right there will pull your hair out right there. Yes, it will. Oh, yes, what? it will. You be sitting there looking at that dude the whole the whole game, watching him, staring at me. And you want to know if is it gonna be like you know, you're gonna make him between the 20 uh running back, and then he get yeah. down to the five, you're gonna pull him and put the other nope, I'm dropping you. Dropping you. Owens, we'll just call them. We'll we'll just call those guys from now on. Twenty twenty running back. Yeah, I don't like them between the twenty running backs. No, yeah, just just between the twenties, he get downs between the twenties. Doesn't do anything outside of that. Yeah, you mm. you hate that. You you hate yes, that. Yes, yes. You know what else I didn't like to see yesterday? What's that? Emory Jones. Oof, oof. Did not look good. Against Florida no. Atlantic. I understand that Florida Atlantic has a pretty decent defense. I understand that. Mm-hmm. Emory Jones wasn't awful, awful, but he made some horrible throws in that mm-hmm. game. Horrible mm-hmm. throws. Mm-hmm. He's got to get that stuff fixed, especially when they get into conference play. Because yeah. if he's making those types of decisions here, man. They're going to get beat a lot. Season. Yep. Yeah. You know who else is going to have a long season if they don't fix some things? Who is that? Washington. Yes, sir. Getting beat by Montana. The Grizzlies. Montana Grizzlies gives Washington the Huskies all they want. Dylan Morse. Oh, my goodness. Three picks on the day. They're struggling to run the football. Washington is. Uh, oh, known to be uh, a power run team, right? They struggled to run the football against Montana. That game right there—that says a lot. This says a lot. Struggle mode. This says a lot. This is Montana. Y'all ain't even at conference play yet. This is Montana. Yes, struggle mode. Vanderbilt. Y'all was ask them, what have y'all been doing? <laughs> Spring and fall. (laughs) (laughs) I want to know spring and fall. What have y'all been doing? (laughs) What the 
hell have y'all been doing <laughs> this whole time? This whole time. I want to know. My goodness. Uh, <laughs> goodness. Evidently not getting ready for Montana. Right. <laughs> not oh, getting man. ready for Montana. They were getting ready for who? I think Michigan is their second game. Get thumped. Michigan is their se- their second game. Yeah, Michigan, Michigan gonna beat the brakes off of them. They playing like this. Yeah, Michigan. Yeah. It's not gonna Michigan be pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vanderbilt. Yeah. I was trying to get to it before you cracking Ooh. jokes. Oh my bad. They <laughs> got another one coming now. Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. My gosh. <laughs> East Tennessee State. Thumping Vanderbilt like nobody's business. Man. They thump Vanderbilt like <clears throat> we should be in the SEC. We the big Y'all we the big be brother. Where we are. Yeah, we the big brother. You know how you pick up a dude, man, by both palms, both shoulders, and then shake him. Yes. That's what they did to Vanderbilt, man. That's what they did, man. Boy, this is crazy. one more. We're gonna we're gonna talk about just kind of run through before we get into our CFF content. Utah State, mm. Blake Anderson, mm-hmm. the newly fighting Andersons, <laughs> fighting Andersons. Yes, giving it to Washington State. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because uh, Nick Rolovich is just. He, I mean, the guy is more. We've seen more political jargon out of him than we have actual great coaching moves, or, or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. I mean, whether it be the whole situation with his players last year, whether mm-hmm. it be uh, the vaccine issues. I mean, just this guy, man. I mean. He's got to do. He's got to do some things different, man. Because okay. the run and shoot that he brought. I mean, it's just not. It's it's the transition from what it looked like to Hawaii. Some. I mean, similar players. Right. Similar player. I mean, he gets Jaden Delora, who knows the run and shoot. I mean, grew up mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. And these guys just look like. I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to say. It's one word. Stink. Well, <laughs> pretty much. That's it. That's it. Stink. Yeah. Yeah. I agree, brother. I agree. I agree. But enough of the struggle. Because most of those weren't necessarily shockers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you have some that were. And so we transitioned to the CFF side. You had players Oof, that go. were shockers. Yes. Players that were shockers, man. Owens. Chris mm. Reynolds. Yes. Charlotte. Yes. Shocked the living daylights out of me. Again, Oof. Charlotte beats Duke. Throwing that thing with me. 
it throwing that thing, man. Is was this a fluke? Or is this guy because we've seen a bit of this out of him in recent years, mm-hmm. but he just didn't do it with any degree of regularity. He was up and down, kind of a roller coaster player. Right. Yes, he was. But he's 19 for 30, 324 mm-hmm. and three. Got mm-hmm. a little bit on the ground, 10 for 37, gets a rushing touchdown. Mm-hmm. That looks like a world beater. Right. Shocked the heck out of me, Owens. I like it. Shocked the heck out. I like it too. I like it. I mean, Shocked you know, him, teams like that, Charlotte, Tulane, you know, they come up in there. Like you said, I think to me, I think it goes back to uh, Appalachian State. You know, these little small teams, they're looking at what Appalachian State is, has done, you know what I'm saying, in the past. They walk up. You know, going to Tennessee, whoop them, going to, you know what I'm saying, these different, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? They're going to these different P5s, you know, they home field. they watching in their home field. And you look right. at fourth quarter, you know, you fighting with Appalachian State. You're thinking, man, it's a dog fight. You know, dog fight. So I think they're looking at them. They've done that for years, man. They've yes, done that for years. Yes, yes. And so these little teams look at them, hey, man, if they can do it, we can do it. And they're showing up now. Hey, Ain't no longer walking in there scared on y'all the big dog. No, y'all want to fight. Y'all had to play us. <laughs> so, yes, you got to play them. So, I like it. I like it. Give me one of your shockers, man. One of my shockers, man. Uh, you know what? I spoke a little bit on it uh, earlier, but Michael Pratt, man, versus OU, man. I, you know that guy. Uh, Showed some toughness. I mean, because they was they was nailing that guy. They were hitting that dude, and you think yeah. he hurt? And that dude bounced right back up, man. You think throw he a out? Touchdown. Yes, yes, bounce right back up, throw a touchdown. You thinking, man, this dude is, and then he got nerves enough to scramble one time and get up and and and, and bark Talk a little more. bit. Yeah, <laughs> he did bark, bark a little bit. Dude. <laughs> Is barking a little bit, so okay, all right. I like that though, man. Like I said, I like it. But that's one of my shockers, man. Like I said, if he pick up that first down, I mean, uh, they they might pull up, pull off the upset, you know. And so that was just like I can't believe it. We had, we in the fourth quarter, man, sitting on the edge, edge of our seats. Oh, you against Tulane? This this just Absolutely. I was shocked. Anyways, enough about that. Uh, enough about that. Man, I'm going with uh, my running back, man. DeAndre Torrey shocked the heck out of me, man. Of course, mm-hmm. it's Northwestern mm-hmm. State or whatever. But still, we hadn't seen him do this since Graham Harrell was there. The guy just seems, seems like he disappeared, lost his spot. There was kind of trading spots with Trey Siggers. Oscar Attaway comes on the scene and just mm-hmm. totally takes over the backfield, uh, made uh, Trey Siggers transfer. So you've got this guy left, and he stays, and Oscar Attaway gets knocked out for the season. He steps right in. He was taking reps at wide receiver, and mm-hmm. this guy steps right in with 25 totes, 244 and three. Ooh. My goodness. That's the Ooh. stuff you talk about when you talk about college fantasy football. You want them That's gems. That's what like, looking them for. Them, them stats you want. <laughs> No, 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 not not none of this NFL 
100 yards and a touchdown, and you happy. Mm-hmm. And we're looking for this. Yes. 244-3. and three. Shock the heck out of me, Owens. What you think, man? I was, I was shocked too. That's that was that was, man. I mean, like 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 they pulled him off from under the, you know, uh, what you call it? Uh, and pull him out of the little rabbit hole or whatever you call. Because he was buried deep. I mean, he was he was, he was down. Buried. He was buried, and it's like, yeah. well, he looking around. He said, "Man, where's um?" You snap your finger. What's that dude's name? I thought we had another running back. What's he? Somebody said, "Tory." Oh yeah, Tory. Go get him. Go get him. You know what I mean? <laughs> Don't get him. Yeah. yeah, tell him to come on up, man. He showed out, man. I'm just like, wow, man. That's yeah. Who well, you got at your running back spot, man? We shocked the heck. We shocked you, man. Brother, this guy transferred. This running back transferred and to Michigan State. And I'm thinking, why did you go there? Mm. But but uh, <laughs> evidently he knew something <laughs> that yeah. I didn't know because um, Kenneth Walker the third, the Thoid, the Thoid, he absolutely he's still running. He's still running right now Man. against Northwestern. He is still running. Against Northwestern. Northwestern is usually a pretty decent defense, man. They are usually pretty good defense. Yes, yes. Man, he and had I, his I, way. I would have probably said a, a, a sit against Northwestern, or maybe a, a potential uh, average, performance. average performance. But you know, twenty-three carry for two sixty-four and four. Again, them numbers we looking for in college fantasy football. Oh, day long. Good. Day long. Owens, my wide receiver, my wide receiver, Ja'Cory Sullivan, Mm. Central Michigan. This guy, man, against, he did it against, listen, man, he did talking about this P5 stuff. Missouri, at Missouri, at Missouri, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 6'2, 220. Eight mm. catches, 102, two touchdowns. Mm. Hey, man, this guy, again, he's playing in the MAC. 6'2, 220, mm-hmm. playing in the MAC. Did his thing. Shocked the heck out of me. I ain't know Central Michigan had these kind of guys. I'm right. looking for Khalil Pimpleton, the little ankle biter. And here we got, well, here we got right here a big body out here, bodying right. guys up, doing his thing against. "Quote unquote P five. Who you got, Mo? Man, you know you touched on it earlier um, in that Duke game. Um, Reynolds, man. I mean, he got he got Tucker over there on the one side. Who's his main guy, man? But this dude, Victor Tucker, this Grant the Bowes dude, man. This guy, man. Oh yeah. On the other side, he way, hey, man. Don't forget about me." You know, he 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 uh told Duke up. I mean, four catches for 118 and two. Come on, you know, uh, you, you you would think, man, like you said, man, Duke's Duke's supposed to have. They they should have dominated that game, man. But man, again, man, these small teams, man, they ready. So I was surprised, man, that you know wide receivers did as good. The whole team did as good in that game as as I thought. Absolutely. 
I'm going to go for tight end. This guy, to me, he came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of guys that may know about this guy. But I wasn't paying any attention to him because he's a tight end. You just don't right. pay a whole lot of attention to him. I don't. Payne Durham from Purdue. The Oregon State-Purdue game was a pretty good game, kind of a more of a defensive game that you would have than you would have thought. You're like, these two teams play defense? Really? When they start doing that? But they were playing defense, man. But this guy comes in this game on seven catches, 120 yards, mm-hmm. two touchdowns. Seven catches, 120 yards, mm-hmm. two touchdowns. Nice. On tight end. What more do you want from a 6'5", 255-pound tight end? What more do you want from him? This guy did his thing last week. Shocked the heck out of me. I mean, yeah, he did. The heck out of me. I've certainly yes. got my eye on him, man. Got my eye on him. Yes, he did. What about you, Owens? What what tight end shocked you this week? Um, actually, uh, Cameron Latou from Alabama. He shocked me. Yeah, he did. Uh, you no, know, I mean you. You know, you're thinking uh, <laughs> Billings. Billings, he was supposed to be the guy, but. He was the know, guy. This guy come in thinking, nah, nah, let me show y'all who I am, you know. You know. Absolutely. Uh, so three catches for 43 yards and two touchdowns. I mean, that, that's making a statement, you know, and Billings we play actually played. So I mean that that says a lot. So yeah. Listen, man, if you're Billings you, you don't want to see that guy mm-hmm. getting down in your spot. Right. <laughs> Ooh, no. No. Dude, <laughs> he's getting down. He's getting down, and, and he's doing that in your spot. In your spot, you kind of don't want to see that, man. But hey, it's a part of the game. He's in the doghouse right now, and the other guy is eating because Ooh, of it. So, yes. So hey, listen. On to the start. Sit. We didn't even put PAP in here, but it's okay. Again, we're we're off the cuff because we're just so college football drunk right now. We don't even have a show sheet. Right. We don't even have a show sheet. I'm <laughs> over here watching this game. is right here in front of me, and I just Ooh, keep, man. you know, too, I keep checking out a little bit. <laughs> look at that. Yeah, yeah, look at the game. It's a good game. Florida State just scored again. You know, they, they're coming within 10, but they've kind of pulled away a little bit. Florida State's doing their thing right now. Start, right. Owens. I'm starting this week. At the quarterback position. Okay, okay. I'm going to start. This guy shocked the heck out of me, but I didn't put him in as a shocker. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to start him this week because he played one heck of a game, man. Mm -hmm. He played one heck of a game against, quote, unquote, P5 team. Austin Kendall, man. Mm -hmm. West Virginia by way of Oklahoma transfer. Mm-hmm. Austin Kendall did his thing against Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. Had an excellent game. He's got Southeastern Louisiana this week. I'm going to start him because I'm looking for him to continue to build on the success that he established this past week or yesterday. I like, I like Austin Kendall in the as a, as a quarterback start this week. I like it. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> now I'm gonna go with another Oklahoma transfer quarterback. Tanner Mordecai. Man. Who just lit up Abilene Christian for seven touchdowns. Yes, seven. He did. Seven touchdowns. Take two hands to count touchdowns. Seven touchdowns. Man. Take two hands. The guy. Take two hands. Yes. To count them. Touchdowns. But he plays uh, South Florida. <laughs> Next. I mean, I'm sorry, North Texas this week. He plays North Texas this week. Mm-hmm. And I think he's going to light it up again. He might not throw seven, but I think he's going to light North Texas up this yep, week. Yep. Now, he, now, for him to throw seven, and we might talk touch on it a little bit later, but Robinson Jr. didn't get none of the seven. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get a taste, he didn't get a taste of none of it. Nope. We got we got two tight ends getting two apiece, you know, and then, and then he's, you know, I'm thinking, wait a minute, Robinson Jr. ain't the best, the, the favorite, the top right. dude on the team. He ain't getting none of this. So I think I think Robinson Jr. go he go he gonna need to be uh somewhere to be found next week, and uh, I think he gonna get some of it. I think he gonna get some next week. But yeah, I like <laughs> I'm starting Tanner Mordecai man next this week against North Texas. Listen, the running back that I'm going to go with, Ches Malusi. He looks like he has submitted himself as that running back to have in this Wisconsin offense. I'm not saying get rid of your, uh, your the, all of your Jalen Berger share. That's not what I'm saying. I don't I'm like saying it. If you have, I know you don't like it, but if you've got Jalen Berger and you don't have Ches Malusi, he's only 26% owned. You want to get this guy. You want to get him. He had 31 carries against Penn State. Is a good defense. So right. evidently they trust the guy to give it to him 31 times. Right. 121 yards and a touchdown. He's playing Eastern Michigan this week. Mm. I'll tell you what. If they give him 31 carries against Eastern Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> 250 and four. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I'm starting Ches Malusi this week. I'm with you. I like it. I like it. I don't like it, but I like it. Um, running back, I'm going with, man. I just I mentioned him earlier. Kenneth Walker, the Thoid. The Thoid. I mean, you know, we already said it. Two, I mean, 23 carries, 264 and four against Northwestern. Good defense. The guy is playing Youngst- Youngstown State, the Penguins. Yes. Them Penguins is probably going to get 150 and three by halftime. Kenneth mm. Walker the third. Yeah, he's going to be in a lot of lineups this week after they saw what he did to <laughs> Northwestern. Yeah. Everybody that owns this guy is going to have him in the game. Yeah. I can definitely guarantee you. I just can't believe he's only 28% owned. It's unbelievable. Ooh. So that waiver wire for him gonna be hot this this week. It's gonna be hot. Absolutely, absolutely. Listen, man, wide receiver I'm starting this week is Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers, Boston College man got down against Colgate. That's what you're supposed to do to Colgate. Seven catches, 135 and touchdown. Supposed to do that to Colgate. 
He's got UMass this week. I'm telling you, man, these guys probably got the best schedule in the country. Mm-hmm. One of the best schedules in the country. He's got a UMass this week. He's going to do something similar to this this week or even more. So I'm starting Zay Flowers against mm-hmm. UMass, the woolly, woeful, lowly UMass. Ooh, they, they stink too. Oh, my goodness. It's a little statement. Yes. Who you got, bro? Who you got? Well, <clears throat> the wide receiver I'm, I'm going to roll with, Corey Rucker. Mm. Arkansas State. Last week against Central Arkansas, nine catches for 138. Three. Got down. Mm-hmm. Got down. Yes, yes, yes. So this week, He's going against Memphis. I'm expecting mm-hmm. a shootout in this game. Oh, yeah. And so when you say shootout and you look at Corey Rucker and you're thinking, ooh, you're looking at your chop. You're rubbing your hands together. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, sitting up and you're all anxious and can't wait for the game to start. Absolutely. You know, this guy on the other end, you know, that's his guy. I know he's feeling that way. He, he like me talking about his wide receiver. I don't like it, but it's okay. It's all right. It's all right. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, the, the, the funny thing about that, when you bring that up, Corey Rucker, it seems like – I know Lane Hatcher has to be thinking he's living in a twilight zone. Oh, my To gosh. go – I mean, for – you would think that this musical chair situation would leave with the coach that started the thing, <laughs> but no, it stays. <laughs> and the yeah. coach that comes in, Butch Jones just implements the same crap. So I'm leaving, but I'm going to leave you with this. Are you kidding me, James Blackman? <laughs> I'm going to leave this here with you. I'm gonna leave this here with you. I ain't carrying. I ain't taking this with me. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna leave this here with, with you. me. Actually, he kind of <laughs> did take it with him because he's at Utah State, and both Andrew Peasley and Logan Bonner was playing. <laughs> oh my gosh! So he kind of just uh, it's like Butch Jones just borrowed it. Just I don't know why Hatcher has to be like, man, how can I get away from this crap? That's what do I have to do? The guy was twelve for twelve. Unbelievable. You look at I mean, what was what? Uh, oh my God! James Blackman has to be one of the greatest spokesmen on the mm-hmm. planet Earth. One of the greatest motivators on the planet Earth to the to the point to where the doggone coach wants to play for the dude. The no. doggone coach wants to put his whistle down and put some pads on and play for James Blackman. He's you want to be that type of spokesman. You want to ask what Blackman got on him? You got, got pictures or something? You got something. You got something <laughs> on him, coach. He got something on him, man. Hey, man. I'm Let me playing. See the pictures you, know, you got. You got some yeah. pictures or something. Somebody with some animals or something. Dude said, I'm playing and I'm playing the most. And coach said, all right. <laughs> I mean, Blackman had 26 attempts. 26 yeah. attempts. No yeah. touchdowns. No touchdowns. Yeah. 106, uh, 169 yards. Lane Hatcher. Mm-hmm. Lane mm-hmm. Hatcher. Mm-hmm. 12 attempts. 150 yards. Four, Four. touchdowns. Mm-hmm. 
What does the guy have to do? I don't know. I don't know. He did that. He did that last year. Bonner, Bonner would start the game. He come in, light it yeah, up. Throw, yeah, throw four quick ones in in, in in a quarter and a half. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I can't. I'm telling you, man. Blackman's got some pitches on somebody. He got. He got something on. Yeah, he got something. Somebody. Somebody's with some animals somewhere. <laughs> with some animals. <laughs> he caught them. He caught them. Caught them. <laughs> Yeah, hey, this is you right here. <laughs> Caught. I'm looking Caught. at this. This is you. Caught. Caught you. Anything I, anything I want, you giving it to me. This is coming out. It's <laughs> coming out. ESP in front page, baby. Tight end. I won't start. The guy is ripping it up as we speak. Michael Mayer, man. Oh, this yeah. guy is killing Florida State as we speak. Six catches, 95 <laughs> yards, and a touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting him next week, man, against Toledo. Toledo should be able to score a, a few points. You know, it's a good offense. Although Carter Bradley didn't look too swell uh, yesterday. But Michael Mayer, man, the dude is a freaking weapon. So I'm 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 starting him at tight end next week. What's who you got, man? I like it, man. I like it. I like it. Um, like uh San Jose's tight end, man. It's Derek Deese Jr. Derek Deese Jr. Yeah, Deese. I think I think I think um the way I mean he performed a little bit. I mean he you know against USC you know three catches for sixty three yards. Um, you know the game before that he had three catches for seventy two yards and a touchdown. Um, you know, look, he's one of uh, you know, a good weapon that uh, produces every week. You know, he got Hawaii this week, and I think uh, he's he's going he's going to do something against Hawaii. We did it against USC. I think he's going to be even more productive against Hawaii. So I think he should probably have another touchdown at least in that game, at least one touchdown in that game. So I like oh uh, Derek Deese Jr. At tight end, at the tight end position. All right, we're end. here at our sits, Owens, at our sits. Quarterback, I'm sitting this week. Look at Jordan Travis go. Got him. Wheels <laughs> on him. Yeah. I'm sitting Jake Hayner, man. The guy's a phenomenal quarterback, man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Excellent quarterback. He's having a great year so far. Yeah. I mean, looked pretty good against Oregon, man. They did limit him to one touchdown. He's got to hold on to that football, fumbled that ball a couple of times in that game. But <clears throat> against UCLA, man. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, he's not playing UCLA. That's next week. He's playing Cal Poly. I told you we're going off the cuff Cal this week. Cal Poly. I'm not, so I'm not going to sit him against Cal Poly. I'm not going to sit him against Cal Poly. Again, we're going off the cuff. Right off the top of the dome, huh? <laughs> yeah, right off the top of the dome, Owens. Uh, you go ahead and pick your quarterback. I'll find me one. But you find you one. All right, man. I, you know what? I think I'm gonna go. You know, uh, uh, Bailey Zappi. He tore it up last week, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, he did. Yeah, know, a lot of people think, "Oh, boy, you crazy, Mister Man." Listen, he playing Army this week, mm -hmm. and Army. It's probably gonna give him 
let's say five, six opportunities to score. Because <laughs> Army, Army, listen, Army get that ball and they control the clock. I mean, yes, they, they get do. three yards here, four yards, five yards here, you know, first down. And they're going to get four yards here and four yards there and they're going to get a first down. And they're going to get, you know what I'm saying? You got these little bitty chunks at a time that equals a first down. And you look up. Mm-hmm. In 10 minutes and ran off the clock by the time they scored a touchdown. Mm-hmm. You're thinking, my gosh, man, so the quarter's almost over with. If you don't score now and you got a punt, guess what? He's going another 10 minutes off the keep thinking, my. So, you know what? I don't think he, I mean, I'm not saying the guy is not going to produce. He's not going to, he's not going to get down. He's not going to have that many opportunities. So, I, that's the best, better options uh, at quarterback that you can pick. You know, besides that game, so I'm sitting him. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't trust it. Who's sitting him? I'm going to sit Joe Milton. Okay. Versus Pitt. Okay, I like it. Joe Milton did not look good against Bowling Green. What do you think he's going to do against Pitt? I know mm-hmm. college football can be very unpredictable. But at the same time, in week two, there's so many cupcake games. Mm-hmm. So many cupcake games. I mean, the streaming defenses should be off the meat rack in this week. Mm-hmm. This week and then week two. There's, there's every, every game you could almost, almost, almost consider uh, using, their, using their defense. Almost. Almost consider. But I'm going to sit Joe Milton, man. I'm going to sit Joe Milton. I almost wanted to sit De'Aaron King and go back to State. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, Happy State is one of those teams, man. They they're not as good as they used to be. They're not as good as they were under um, guy at Louisville. I forgot his name. They're not as good as they were under him. But they're still good, and they're they're I mean they're, they're, they are still a team that you don't want to go in there playing with, right? But I'm 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 sitting Joe Milton against Pitt. Who's your Who's your running back, bro? I like it. <clears throat> I'm sitting Tyler Algier, man, this week against Utah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he, he this week he did uh 17 carries, 94 yards, and a touchdown against Arizona, and Arizona is not known for their defense. So, you got to face a stronger, stouter defense in Utah. Um, and I don't think – I don't even know if he's going to show up. I, don't even, I mean, I don't even know if he's going to get on the bus in that game. So, i stay away from that. i stay away mm-hmm. from that. He's going to get you beat. <laughs> get you beat. i tell you what game I'm staying away from for, for a running back. Charles Williams is playing Arizona State. Mm-hmm. I don't want any mm-hmm. part of that because he tore that little team up last week, Eastern Washington. That's what he does. He'll do that to those little teams. He'll tear mm-hmm. those guys up. But these <laughs> <laughs> opponents that are, you know, quote-unquote P5, or even in his conference, he has these moments where he just completely disappears. Mm-hmm. He'll have maybe 22 carries. They'll give him the ball, but the guy will have like 80 yards. Right. No touchdowns, nothing. It's like eight points. <laughs> so we're not <laughs> looking for eight points in college. 
again, in NFL, that's great. Eight points may be the difference that you need to win the game. In college, it's probably not going to be like that. Mm-hmm. You got a guy give you eight points. You're looking for another guy to cover that. You, you know I mean, you, you, you're looking for another guy to give you enough points, you know, for him and to cover this guy's eight points because that's just how college is. Right. But I'm, 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 I'm sitting him this week. I'm sitting him against Arizona State this week. I don't like that matchup at all. Not in the like desert, it. no way. Mm-hmm. Man, I listen. Man, Wide receiver. I'm I'm a I'm gonna stick with the same game. I know I I normally don't do this, but I'm gonna stick with the same game. This guy actually got down last week, uh, and and I'm a, I'm a, I'm supposed to butcher his name because I'm good at it. I'm I'm, the, I'm one of the kings at it. Uh, Neil Pay you from BYU. Uh, from BYU. I don't know if that's how you say his name, but hey, the guy anyway. The guy got down eight catches, 126 yards, and two. That's nice. What you want from a wide receiver? Uh, again, they playing Utah this week. Don't do it. Don't start him. Sit him. Sit Don't him. do it. Don't start him. Okay. Cool. The wide receiver I'm going with, man, is Justin Hall. Okay. State. He's playing. He just came off of an excellent game, man. He's one of the bright spots in that game. His team kind of struggled. A little mm-hmm. bit. I know Drew Plitt didn't look his best. Mm-hmm. Johans Tyler was nowhere to be found. But Justin Hall, eight catches, 137 and two, did his thing against Western Illinois. Mm-hmm. But he's playing Penn State this week. They go to Happy Valley. Mm-hmm. I don't like that matchup for him at all. That's tough. I'm going to sit Justin Hall against Penn State. I like Hitting it. the Lions. You got a tight end, bro. I got a tight end. I got Joshua Simmons, man, from Western Kentucky. You know, the guy, you know, got three catches, 73 yards, and two touchdowns last week. Um, That was against Tennessee Martin. Now, mm-hmm. so he coming in uh, this week, and he has to face Army. Yeah. <laughs> And like I said before, Army is going to give you limited opportunities. So um, I'm not trusting it. I'm, I'm just not. I'm just not. I don't think he's going to have no three catches. For no, if he have three catches, it ain't going to be for those 73 and two. You know, he might have three catches for 25 yards. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, I'm sitting in. I'm sitting Joshua Simmons, tight end against Army. All right. I'm going to go to one of the games you just mentioned BYU versus Utah. Mm hmm. Uh, mm hmm. Isaiah, uh, I, I don't want Isaac Rex, mm-hmm. tight end for BYU, was coming in this year, was expected to be, at least by some of us guys in college expected to be a big target for the newly inserted Jaron Williams at the quarterback position. Right. The guy really didn't show up in week one. He's a big target, man. I mean, 6'6", 247, can't Mm -hmm. miss the guy. 
But against for whatever reason against Arizona, he was not uh, so much as in the game plan. Two mm-hmm. catches for nine yards. Stink. But the dude is, I mean, he's eighty-one percent on. So a lot of guys think highly of this guy, and and rightfully so. The guy lit it up last year in the place of. Matt Bushman, he, I mean, absolutely lit it up. But he's playing Utah this week. Mm-hmm. I don't like that matchup for him. Again, he's on 81% on, so he's on a lot of rosters. He would be on my bench if I had him. Yes, sir. He would be on my bench if I had him this week. Yes, that sir. is it for the sit. Owens. Yes, sir. We're going to bring back a 2019 favorite. We don't have our wish this week. I'm sorry, fans. Hopefully uh, we'll have it next week. Again, we're still college football drunk. So, yes, uh, we're coming off the cuff. I'm not even at my computer. Again, I'm, 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 I'm in the media room because I'm, I'm, I'm not leaving. I'm watching this game. I've been, been in here for two days. <laughs> drunk on college football just in there just just in there leave me alone i'm 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 i'm, I'm full of college football that's I'm, my I'm, posture that's it yes leave me that alone is my, that is my that's my posture disposition whatever you want this is yeah yeah Period. this is this is what i do on the on the weekends you know i got my uh <laughs> all my all my screens up and it's just lovely Right, it's just lovely. Right. I was just checking out some games from yesterday. Today, kind of fell asleep, took a nap, woke back up. Just in that room. Game on. In this room. Yeah. <laughs> in this room. <laughs> stash and trash. We're coming with stash and trash. This was a fan favorite from 2019. I wish was the fan favorite from 2019. Hopefully, we'll have that next week. But stash yeah. and trash. The trash version is really not – we're not trashing the guys because it's week one, so there's still so much that we need to see. Right. But the trash version this week will be guys that we're kind of – I'm kind of – I got my eye on you. I'm looking at you. You didn't look too good this week. I'm not going to trash you, but I'm kind of thinking about it a little bit. Yeah. Just kind of thinking about it a little bit. But the stash, though, guys were putting away guys we like. We like what we saw, and we're expecting them to continue what we saw them do this past week. Owens, uh, we'll kick this off. Who you got in your in quarterback position? Who you stashing, man? Man, this guy is only 20% owned. Chris Reynolds, the way he marched in there against Duke, and the way he lit it up against Duke. Man, can you imagine when they get in conference play? You know, I mean, you look that good. Like, bruh, you're only 20%. Yeah. That's going to be another hot commodity on that waiver wire. It's going to be hot. I'm stashing you. Absolutely. 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 Man, I, I, I got to go with, you mentioned him earlier. Austin Kendall. Mm-hmm. 1% owned. Again, the guy did his thing against right. Mississippi State. They don't get the win, but they showed a lot, I think. And I think he fits well in the Skip Holtz, Skip Holtz scheme. Mm-hmm. At least that's what it looks like in the beginning. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I look for this dude to continue to do what he did yesterday. So I'm stashing Austin Kendall from Louisiana Tech. I like it. The running back that I'm a stash. I don't like it. I, I don't like it because I got the other guy. <laughs> but you don't have him. I don't have him, you know. But uh, Jez Malusi, mm-hmm. Wisconsin running back. The guys only own 20%, 26% in leagues. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's going to be hot on the waiver wire this week, 30 with 31 carries. I know he had 121 in the touchdown. That's against a tough defense, but 31 carries. That looks pretty good. And it didn't seem like nobody else really got, you know, got to. No. Wisconsin is really Wisconsin, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So. That one back. I'm good to see. Hopefully, man. I'm, 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 I'm still hopeful. I'm not going to drop Burger yet. I'm still hopeful. I'm trying to wait and see, but I mean, because he's been banged up, so we're going to see uh, how it play out. But he ain't got too long, you know. Week or two, Mister Malusi, you out of here. I'm telling you, anyways. <laughs> the guy that I'm stashing is DeAndre Torrey, man. DeAndre yes, Torrey, all five seven. 195 pounds on 25 carries, 244 yards, three yes. touchdowns again against Northwestern State. They've got SMU this week. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stash DeAndre Torrey even if he doesn't uh, get anywhere near those numbers against SMU. He's got UAB in week three. That's a bad matchup. Mm. Uh, but he's got some games coming up that if they feature him like North Texas has been known to do, Seth Luttrell has been known to feature their starting running back mm-hmm. or when they, when they like him. And mm-hmm. they really don't have a lot of uh, choices to choose from losing uh, Oscar Attaway for the year. They've got a bunch of freshmen on that team. But uh, they still have Nick Smith. Uh, Nick Smith has been playing – he's been playing – college football for about six, seven years now. <laughs> he's still there. I can't believe he's still there. He must be a graduate assistant or something. <laughs> but he's, he's definitely on the roster. But I'm stashing DeAndre Torrey. I like it. On. Right I like it. Um, I'm a stash old Grant DeBose, man, from, uh, from Charlotte. Huh. You know, the way he went, you know, did that against Duke. I mean, four catches, 118 and two. I like it. I like it. Um, I think that's uh, Chris Reynolds' uh, main guy. Uh, well, not, not main guy because you got uh, the tuck on the other side. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm, 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 listen, you know, Tucker's the main guy, but I think I think I think uh, I said name the bow the the bows. I think he's uh he's gonna contribute a lot. You know, I would pick him up. You know, with all the focus being on Tucker, I think I, I think he's gonna produce. So yeah, I'm I'm stashing the guy. Thirty. Good deal. Good deal. Yes. 
Nice, nice, nice. The wide receiver I'm stashing, I mentioned him earlier. Uh, love his size, love his, uh, his opportunity. He's a senior. So we, we, we probably need to – I don't want to make the podcast two hours long, yeah. but I know there's some dynasty guys out there, as we are. We are full-on dynasty guys, but these mm-hmm. are most of these are not even – they're just most, – most of them are redraft guys. Mm-hmm. Guys, for this year, we haven't even mentioned dynasty guys. We probably need to do a segment uh, that's you know exclusive for dynasty. But this guy's a senior, Jacory Sullivan, wide receiver, Central Michigan. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stash him. Jacob Sermon, the uh, Washington transfer, looked really good yesterday. I think that's his job. Now they were kind of going back and forth between him and Daniel Richardson coming into the year, but he looked really good yesterday. He threw the ball. Quite a few times. You like that if you if you're looking for a wide receiver, you want those opportunities for that ball to be in the air, so that your guy can have those opportunities. Your guy get those targets. He had eight catches against Missouri. Eight catches for 102, two touchdowns against Missouri. Again, I love love his size, love his situation. He's playing in the MAC, so not a lot of guys on defense that'll be able to guard this guy six two two twenty. So I'm stashing Jacory Sullivan. Tight end, who you got, Owens? I like it. I like it. Oh, tight end. Uh, yeah. Grant Katerra. Calcaterra. I mean, Calcaterra, yeah. Calcaterra. <laughs> SMU. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm the dude, like I said. He uh, a couple catches, man. Um, touch, uh, two touchdowns yesterday. Out of the seven that Mordecai threw, he caught two of them. Uh, mm-hmm. So, and then another tight end caught two. So it looked like uh, Mordecai liked to throw the ball to his tight end. So I think that production is going to continue. So I'm going to grab Calcutta and stash him. Stash him, my man, Calcutta. I like it. I like. Tyrick James, Tulane. Nice. Tyrick James, Tulane. Michael Pratt seemed to like this dude yesterday. The guy had a phenomenal good day against the team in Norman yesterday. The guy, I like this guy. Is 6'2", 250, nice size. Nice size. For, I mean, he's going to be a real viable target once they get in the conference play. They've got mm-hmm. the Morgan State Golden Bears on those slate this week. But the guy caught six passes. From Michael Pratt, only six mm-hmm. passes, six mm-hmm. catches for ninety-three yards. You love the 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 amount of targets. Uh, you love the amount of looks, six right. catches. So I'm stashing Tyreek James right. as a tight end. Tulane Green Waves. All, All right. right, we've moved to the last segment of our show. Trash. We got the trash. Trash. Not so much as we're getting rid of the guys this week. Again, it's only one game, and you don't want to judge anything like this so drastic (laughs) off of one game. You know, to get rid of the guy, you're out of here. But these are guys that when I'm kind of looking at, like, okay, I'm really watching you. Mm -hmm. Okay, you may be on the hot seat a little bit. You know what I mean? You may be in this hot spot. Mm -hmm. Put you under this microscope. And really, really examine you if I should be <laughs> rostering you. 
the quarterback I'm going with is Emory Jones, man. I understand that mm. Florida Atlantic, again, has a decent defense. I just don't like the way he looked overall mm-hmm. in that game. I was expecting more out of him. He didn't look that bad in the passing game as far as his percentage is concerned. Just some of the decisions that he made. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I, I I guess I expected more out of him. Looking at some of the some of the things he was able to do last year when he got some burn in some of those games. Right. I was I was I was looking for more. I was looking for him to come out here and not so much as Lamar Jackson, Florida Atlantic, but be a poor man's Lamar Jackson against Florida Atlantic. At least that, huh? At, At least. least that. A poor man's Lamar Jackson against Florida State. Not Florida State. Florida Atlantic. I'm looking at Florida State. But that's what I expected him to do, man. I, I, I expected him to do that. And he didn't do that to the degree that I was expecting. Right. Against 63% passing completion percentage, it's great. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, that's great, but you you throw that ball 27 times and all you got is 113 yards out of it, mm-hmm. that spells dink and dunk to me. And then you throw two picks on top of the dinking and dunking. Come <laughs> on, man. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm watching Emory Jones. I'm watching yeah. him. I've got my eye on him, man, because, I mean, he, he's playing in the SEC. And he's got Alabama coming up in a couple weeks. He's got Georgia mm. on the schedule. Mm. He's got some cupcakes too, but this was Florida Atlantic, and mm. he didn't look too hot. Mm. Both of them beat down. Both of them are beat downs. Man, I've got my eye on him, man. Mackenzie Milton. Yeah, I see him. in the game. They're going to tie the game up. Can he hit it? Can he hit the field goal? Well, they're certainly marching. Who you got at? Who you got at running back, man? Uh, quarterback, quarterback. Uh, oh, quarterback. Got my got my eye on man. I think. Uh, uh, yeah, he hit it. Top ball game. Let me see. Um, is uh, Drew Plitt, man? I mean, they played. <laughs> it was in a dog fight against Western Illinois. Dog fight, uh-huh. and and you know you you won, but barely. You know, ten point win. That means you played the whole game. You was uh, seventeen out of. I mean, yeah, seventeen twenty eight, hundred and eighty eight yards and two. Yeah, against Western Illinois, and. I'm expecting more from Drew Plitt. I was expecting more um, against that team. Yeah, me too. And so, you know, that's all you can come up with. You know, got my eye on you. Just plain and simple. Not the running back yet. I'm the, the running back I'm looking at is Master T. Mm-hmm. Ohio State Buckeyes. Man, this mm-hmm. guy's days are numbered. Mm-hmm. His days are numbered. He did not get the start. Mm-hmm. The other two running backs, Mayan Williams uh, and Travion Henderson, looked 
much better. Teague didn't look bad. Right. It's not that he's not good. It's just what he has around him is better than what he's providing right now. Mm-hmm. So his opportunities, I believe, they're going to dwindle. Disappear. No doubt. Man, I think his days are numbered, man. Yep. His days are numbered. And this guy is in 99% of leagues. You've got to watch this guy. You've got to watch this guy. Because, again, I think those opportunities are going to wane. <laughs> so, I've got my eye on Matthew Dude, man. I bet, I, bet, I bet his percentage won't be 99% after this week. I bet it won't either. <laughs> I'm going to tell you another guy in his, in his same situation. He wearing the same shoes as Master T. Almost the <laughs> same guy. You know, oh Lynn J. Dixon, man, from Clemson. They are almost the he same almost situation, the same, man. Almost the same guy, man. He putting them boy, they wearing the same jersey. Listen, this guy had one carry for 10 yards. Mm-hmm. One. One. <laughs> That's it. Well, one. I don't even think he started, did he? No. Pace did. Cody Pace started, and, and, right. and Will Shipley was out there a lot. He getting his share of it. Right. And it wasn't until really? Pace went out. It wasn't until Pace went out with an I mean, uh, yeah, with an injury that Dixon come in the game. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, brother, like you said, but well, your days are numbered. They're gonna look around, man, after a while and say, man, y'all anybody seen your old Lynn J? Oh mm-hmm. man, I ain't seen him. I ain't seen him, man. He be way over there screaming, I'm over here. <laughs> and I'm, anyways, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lynch ain't about yeah. to go. Yeah. Yeah. Wide receiver I'm looking at, man, kind of got my eye on is uh, Quentin Johnson. Quentin Johnson. Mm-hmm. TCU. They come in out of the, coming out of that game against Duquesne. He had four mm-hmm. catches for 38 yards. They didn't need him a whole lot, but then again, you're thinking you should do a little bit more than that, man. You, you're in 70% of leagues. You are by far the most owned guy as far as the wide receivers are concerned in this offense. Mm-hmm. Was it a problem with uh, his quarterback Duggan? Uh, mm-hmm. Was it? Was it? I mean, was it him? Because I know you don't like Duggan like that. Nope. Uh, Never did. A lot of guys that are high on Doug, and he didn't do that bad. I mean, 14 out of 19, 207 and 1. He did have a pick. But Quentin Johnson, I've, I've got my eye on Quentin Johnson, Owens. That's the, the, that's the wide receiver I'm kind of looking at, man. I like it. Mm-hmm. My wide receiver I'm looking at, 95% owned. Same game I just spoke about. Drew Plitt, his main guy, Tyler Johans. Four catches. Johans Tyler. Or Johans Tyler. Four catches for 32 yards against, I'm, 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 I'm just saying, uh, against Western Illinois. Mm-hmm. Come on. Johans, come on, man. Could you not get open? Or, well, I mean, what? <laughs> Yeah, 
You got to watch that. I know them owners. I know they had him in the game. 95% mm-hmm. owned. They had him in the game. Against them, against Western Illinois, you're thinking, yeah, he's about to get down. Now he can come up with his four catches for 32 yards. <laughs> yeah, it was a disaster. Jack Cohn is looking good right now. He's looking good against looking good. Marching. I never, I never thought I'd see that. You talking about a shocker. I should have had this sucker on here. Man, I know, right? As a shocker. Man, three, six, Put him on seven, there while, Put him on there while we watching him, huh? Get on. Yeah, here. man. Never <laughs> thought I'd see today. Yeah, me either. My goodness. Okay, the tight end, man, and this is not even his fault. Uh-oh. Not even his fault. Kate Otten. I like Kate Otten. I love Kate Otten. He's one of my favorite tight ends in the country. The guy is he's consistent. The guy is and he's gonna be excellent. Oh, Michael Mayer just dropped his football. He's gonna be <laughs> excellent at the next level. This game is going into overtime. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be excellent at the next level. But I can't trust his quarterback. Mm-hmm. I cannot trust his quarterback, man. Um, Dylan Morris had a horrible game against Montana's uh Montana, the Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. Horrible game against them, man. Mm-hmm. Through a world of picks in that game. That's why I've got my eye on unless they transition to the freshman Sam Hewitt. I don't know that Dylan Morris is he just uh He's, 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 I'm speechless as to why he looked so bad against Montana, against the Montana Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. He just didn't look good at all, man. He had a rushing touchdown, but that doesn't help Kate Otten. Right. So, because of him, I'm watching Kate Otten, and I'm watching Kate Otten. Because they're going to face stiffer competition than right. Montana. Right. So, again, uh, they were high on this guy, Dylan Morris, all throughout camp, spring. Demo is what they were. Demo. Demo. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's so accurate. He looks so comfortable and poised. Mm-hmm. Man, he was poised to throw three picks against Montana. <laughs> 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 That's all for me. Always what you got, man. Oh, man. Touched on it earlier. Um, we were talking about tight ends, but Jaleel Billingsley, Alabama, supposed to be the starting guy. Um, I guess I don't know if he has some issues, personal issues in fall camp or whatever. Um, but either way, Cameron the two stepped up, stepped in this place, got the start, and he got down. And you know what happens normally when a guy fill your spot and get down, it's hard to get it back. So I don't know uh, if he's going to get it back, you know, with, with the way the two, you know, played this weekend. So um, Billingsley yeah, was 52% owned versus Latou being 6% on. Now, that, that should tell you everything you need to know right there. So, mm-hmm. I'm keeping, you know, Billingsley, uh, yeah, you might be, instead of a watch, you might be a drop. Might be a trash, but I don't know. Maybe one. 
That is our show for this week. We went through a lot of content. We will be back hopefully next week with some I Wish. We'll see how that goes. But until then, oh, hit us up on on, on Twitter, at CFF Nation, at CFF Nation, and they'll just interact with us, uh, engage us. Until next week, we are out. Peace.